0: listenership that's a big deal so it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast all you have to do is download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today every,
1: every single reason for her trust issues is valid
0: exactly. it's completely valid She's not wrong.
1: yeah and then the movie and the story keeps steering towards like raya's wrong raya's wrong no she's She's not not. (laughs) like she has every reason not to trust any, and she's doing the right thing by getting this shit together yeah she's the one with the right goal but it was like no we need to show grace to the
0: in five four three two one what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the genius brain podcast we have our returning co-host ed park in the house today it going life is in do you know what i found out that kind of i feel like everybody knows about this character except for me but um there's like a new korean marvel superhero have you heard of this guy is it amadeus cho no not amadeus cho it's this Uh, guy he's like he has his name is (laughs) Teguki.
1: okay yeah, he the worst costume. The Dude, worst, it's fucking costume. All white. It's like, man, you better make sure your asshole's clean. You're gonna get this brown
0: smudge <laughs> in the back. Dude. Yeah, I was just like, he, damn. He looks like he's going to, like, he's like a pastor at a funeral or something, he looks like, <laughs> like a Korean funeral. What the fuck is that? I have no idea. I, I saw this. I was just perusing the other day because I was looking at the the back history of Amadeus Cho right. and why he's somehow the Hulk or whatever. Yeah. And then there was this article about oh, Asians rejoice. Because we have a new superhero in town that
1: illustrates this whole thing, yeah. Taegukki I mean, are you trying to sell comic books in Korea, like just South Korea, or like so that all Americans, like even us, like understand this guy? But Teguki means what, flag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wearing your flag as a costume? Like, okay. Dude, that's, and, and even on top
0: of that, like if, if you're not Korean, it just sounds like his name is The Guki. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck this didn't go by anybody they, they call him taiguki yeah. <laughs> i was like who the fuck is the gookie
0: dude dude it pissed me off i'm like who the fuck is this guy
1: it's way more over the top than captain america's costume even the new captain america uh how the falcon mm-hmm. is captain and his his costume's pretty bright right it's yeah. really what dude his cost taiguki's costume is like Worse. It's ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's, it's just all white from your fo- head to your toes, well, in your neck to your toes. It's it's just white, it's blank. I'm, I'm sure it's really easy to draw. Well, like, I don't even know what his superpowers are.
0: I just stopped at the name because yeah. I, I don't I don't know what the fuck anybody was thinking. Why would you call him
1: Tekuki? You just kind of get this in, like I'm I've lost all interest in it. It's like he's he can only ever remember like his pain from the Korean War. I know. <laughs> He fucking hates the Japanese. He, he, and, like, he defeats everybody yeah. with negative reinforcement. Yeah. <laughs> he's like hyper capitalist. <laughs> like, I mean, what? What about him? He's like so Korean. He just, he
0: just beats everybody with a yeah. yeah, he's sick like,
1: yeah. He resents everybody. He's super fucking petty. He <laughs> always gets revenge. Yeah. <laughs> like, he only gets revenge. That's, all that. yeah. That's how he solves
0: all of his problems.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, What the fuck is this? I don't know, man. Like, So they're trying too hard. I guess it's just the it, you know the problem with when we talked about Mulan too, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when the <laughs> credits roll, it's just all these white people, right? <laughs> Besides the cast. It, Leading into the other movie I just saw, Raya, it's like what, like. That's the other side of it, though, right? It's like let's take all of these ten countries and mash them into just one culture, kind of. Thing. So th- this is the the weird thing, right? So when I was watching,
0: uh, was it Raya and the Last Dragon? That's what it's called, right? Yeah. You know, before these films come out, and especially now uh, with how the climate is everybody is gunning for this multicultural thing. They're almost like shoving it in our face, right? Yeah. Which, right, was really cool when I was thinking about it conceptually because mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's Southeast Asian. We haven't seen like this this crazy high budget Southeast Asian animated film. Yeah. And there's so much stuff to kind of tackle, right? And I think what happens is with these films, and by the way, just to preface this, I fucking hated the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, but, pa- not bad. Yeah, I know. Not, again, you know, a lot of people probably disagree with this. And one of the biggest things that I keep hearing from people is like, well, it was great to be represented. I'm just talking about this as a viewer, right? Yeah. Not as a film critic or whatever. It's just the film was trying to do too much in like
1: an hour and a half, two hour film. It just, it was way too much. And That's another thing. Yeah. Um, too much in too little time. It was over in a blink of an eye, I think, yeah. right? It was kind of, it was pretty short too, right? It, 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 what it really reminded me of
0: was... Um, the what's it called not the Zack schneider cut the the the, the what's
1: Justice, his face joss whedon the joss whedon cut right that's what the film reminded me of there's like spots missing it's like there's 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 so much exposition where they just talk 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 whenever they're on the boat mm-hmm. right every time they got on the boat i pulled up my phone not gonna lie i just watched pimple popping videos <laughs> <laughs> you know that's my guilty pleasure but i was yeah. just like I'd always lose my interest. Yeah. So, so, like, so for people who watch this
0: film, right, th- my, that's like my biggest issue with it was the fact that number one. So let's just kind of bring up the premise of this of, of this film. Right. There's uh, who is the main character? R- Raya. Rhea. Okay, it was Raya, right? right. Like yeah, yeah. that's how much I hated Raya. the film. I watched Raya. it. I yeah. just I don't remember too much about. it. But either way, Daniel Day Kim, right. who looks his character looks just like Daniel Day Kim. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even try. <laughs> <They're just laughs> like this is just going to be Daniel Day Kim darker because he's southeast <laughs> It's like, Okay, so there was this um this crazy war that happened in in, in the past, right? right? With with these with these dragons, right? Um, they're revered as the protector, and what they left behind is this remnants of this stone. Right, yes. which is the their their last power, the last bit of their existence or yeah. whatever. Right, uh, her father, their clan was in protection of this. There's a bunch of jealousy from other clans. Oh, why do you get to have the stone? Right, right. So they come in, they sabotage it. It breaks into a gajillion pieces, and everybody takes it back to their respective areas. Right. Yeah. This is already where the film was going to fail because just like Joss Whedon's uh, not Avengers, Let's just call it the Whedon cut. We'll just call it the Whedon cut. Yeah. Right. There's too much shit to explain in this short period of time. right? And so with throughout this film, they're supposed to go ahead and travel to all these different countries and retrieve these stones, but they do it so half-assed because there's not enough time
1: to, to, for us to care. Right, so it's Sisu, uh, the dragon, right? The fucking My Little Pony dragon. <laughs> I thought it was a unicorn the whole time. Yeah. All these dragons were like furries, man. Yeah. But um, dude, she came out of nowhere. Like uh, Raya just finds a shipwreck and this must be it for some fucking reason. Okay. Um, somehow she knows how to summon them, does not explain, you mm-hmm. know, and just all these these factors. And then she just kind of comes up, right? She yeah. appears. But for some reason, this movie along the way really reminded me of Aladdin. But then mm. the way and the timing that it took before Genie even showed up, like it was kind of like, uh, what do you call it? It was, it, it was thought through, yeah. you know, t- till he came and he became a character into this whole thing, like changing Aladdin's life. But with Sisu, she just kind of shows up, right? In the first 15 minutes, mm-hmm. right? There was like no effort, no like work, no, you know, the adventure even getting into it. Like she was like, this is the last river. For me, that sounds like that's the end of the movie, but it's yeah. the beginning, right? Yeah. So where where they find them in the at the tail right mm-hmm. the tail clan area and comes up and then yeah they just get that for I don't know it just kind of happens as it goes and you don't really get to know people it's just they're just there it along just the is way. what it is you know what the weirdest character was out of nowhere was that fucking baby the baby. <laughs> the baby what the fuck was that and that's what it's like I swear that was just a reincarnation of a poo into like four monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that I
0: hate that films do a lot, it's almost like people create characters because they know that this is going to be a goofy character that people are going to talk about, yeah. but they don't do any story building for that character at all. This baby just shows up and starts fucking people up. Right. And on top of that, it's a terrible human being, by the way, yeah. just
1: stealing people's shit. Fucking crazy. Right? And like even Sisu was just like, it, it wasn't, it didn't have the charm of Genie. Yeah, I was getting kind of fucking annoyed. I was like, "Don't you don't know shit? (laughs) Literally knows nothing." Yeah, and super naive about trust. Like, so the over encompassing moral is trust, right? Mm -hmm. The beginning of it, uh, Raya's trauma, let's say, is that she trusts this this girl and straight up literally kicked her in the back, Mm -hmm. you know. And then for me, like. It's like, okay, you idiot. Like as as she was taking her there, it was already like, this is a dumb, but okay, this is kind of how she learns not to trust people. Uh her dad gets a spear to the leg and can't walk at all. Yeah. <laughs> or, or jump over a bridge into a safe water, right? Because they don't mm. like water. But yeah. he's like, no, you go and then I'll die. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and so you kind of understand, oh, she has this trauma with trust now. She can't trust like her father did because he was wrong, right? And what works at least is that every character she meets from different clans that joins her team share the same trauma. Their loved ones are stone now, right? And they have a hard time trusting, but for some reason, so because of their shared trauma, they learn to trust each other. Yeah. Right. The one person being uh, the antagonist girl with the buzz cut, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like she still has a, She's just not trustable, right? You just can't trust her except Sisu keeps saying, yeah, you just have to buy them a gift. Yeah. (laughs) you, You go to that fucking water town and you trust, she trusts this old lady and she puts her behind these gate walls to die, right? Yeah. And for some reason she's like, no, we still have to get this girl a gift. It will work. Like clearly it doesn't. Yeah. It has a very distorted view of like, what trust is and what trust issues exactly like how it affects people and who's watching this young kids. Yeah. You're just telling them, yeah, go ahead and trust Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: know? you know, what was really funny that wasn't even explained was the fact when, um, whatever these demons or whatever that comes to these shadows, right? Yeah, where they come from. Where the fuck are they?
1: Yeah. What is this? It's just like this emerging threat. But then like, is, is that like the biggest they like where do they come from. Yeah, well, I don't even know what they
0: are. And then on top of that, when for some reason in the beginning of the film, everybody else who gets frozen and turned to stone, they it looks like they're begging for money. But then for some reason at the end, they were allowed to stay in their stance when they were touching each other as friends. But they were they weren't doing this i was because, like well how come they don't get to because do that it's so
1: heartfelt you know <laughs> yeah.
0: they just because did, they trust each other there I don't was know. weird like continuity issues it, you know what the funniest fucking thing was too yeah and i started busting out laughing was when sisu she was like hey you had the power this is what it is and they gave it to her and this is before they turned to the stone why the fuck she did she do anything yeah. she's <laughs> waiting for them to turn the stone and then she fucking destroyed them. I'm like, yo, wait, hold on a second. You had the ability to stop them and you just watched them die. And then you went,
1: now it's time. Right, right. That The biggest issue with that is like, you didn't even earn this like unsolicited trust. <laughs> like at every step of the way, by the way, you, you, you fucking like tricked all these motherfuckers. And... Like, what is it about? You fucking killed the dragon, too. Yeah, You don't deserve shit. Yeah. And it's it's like the idea is, oh, when they go low, we go high. Mm-hmm. It's like, good luck, sucker. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you just have to hope for an altruism Like that she's going
0: to make the right choice. Th- th- these weird morality issues were so prevalent throughout the film it was very just confusing especially if this is supposed to be a kid's film right yeah one of the things that i had um, that i really disliked was uh the antagonist i forgot her name like N- nara, nara or something Narumi
1: or something okay N- like her N- the, N- the antagonist yeah. right
0: so towards the end of the film uh sisu is like you You know, she was supposed to trust them. And this is the point where she ambushes everybody saying that I got to go ahead and do my shit or whatever. Right. And then once again, it goes into trust. Like you just have to trust her. No fucking reason why. But you just have to. Right. Even though she's consistently proven she's a piece of shit. (laughs) Everyone's a
1: piece of shit. Everyone.
0: Everybody is trash. And then towards the end. So obviously, I don't know. They're trying to show that she would have done something right. But nobody really fucking knows. Right. (laughs) Uh, It fucks everything up. Everything gets fucked up. It gets broken. The little, the, the, whatever, the shard pieces or whatever. Yeah. The evil land starts to, the evil, you know, specters start to come. But towards the end of the film, for some reason, this piece of shit thinks that she has the moral standing to lecture the hero of the story. Yeah. Say, this would have never happened if you only trusted me. Right. <gasps> Who the fuck are you? Yeah. What have you done? You entitled bitch to, exactly. and, to earn anybody's trust. <laughs> where does why does she get to, why where does that that was the weirdest part for me i'm like hold on a second i mean it's worse that R- raya accepted it yeah yeah maybe <laughs> it like, yeah. you, wasn't your fault okay. like, literally wasn't your fault she gave you every reason not to trust her that is the smart fucking move and on yeah. top of that too she wasn't going to do the right thing from what it seemed like anyways yeah right and so for some reason she she has the moral high ground to look at her and say like you know what this is actually your fault because if you would have trusted me you should have known that i was going to do the right thing even though i came here to kill you yeah you're you're so stupid you're so dumb i can't believe you didn't trust me even though i backstabbed you 18 15 times throughout the whole film
1: yeah that's fucking manipulating and like projecting bullshit, right? Yeah. Like, that kind of behavior, but then... This podcast
0: is brought to you by Liquid Death. Have you ever walked in to one of your local stores and noticed a random tall boy beer in the water bottle section? Well, it was probably Liquid Death, and it's not beer, you dummies. It's fresh-ass spring water. And let me tell you something. I got, like, six cases of this at home, and it's legit the best. And funny enough, I got pulled over yesterday while drinking it because this looks like a beer, but it's water. But joke's on you, jackass. It's just water, baby. And if you're wondering why liquid death is called liquid death, aside from the fact that you can drink water in front of your friends who drink beer and not get persecuted, they actually are trying to bring death to plastic water bottles. Plastics aren't as recyclable as people think. And the majority of the plastic water bottles you recycle end up in a landfill because it's not profitable to recycle. Aluminum is Infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities, so that's why I fuck with liquid death. Legit, the sparkling water is one of my favorite. Check this out, yes, baby! I love it. Two cases gone in a week. I drink it all the time. I'm not just saying it, you're saying it right here the best. So go to liquiddeath.com slash brain to get a free set of koozies with your first order of any case of water, or you can just grab some at any Whole Foods or 7-Eleven. Make sure you guys cop
1: that liquid death, baby. Like, then you, you would address that kind of shit, like, in some certain way, but no, Raya's right? like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It is, it is my fault. Yeah, and so, therefore, she doesn't kill her. Yeah. And Batman's out of there. Like, she keeps disappearing.
0: Like, the whole moral of the story is like, listen, don't trust what everybody has done to you in the past. Yeah. People's behaviors don't really show who they really are. Just go ahead and give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. What kind of fucking moral is that? Like, in the whole, it doesn't make any sense. Like, every
1: single reason for her trust issues is valid
0: exactly. it's completely valid. She's not wrong
1: yeah and then the movie and the story keeps steering towards like raya's wrong raya's wrong Like no she's, she's not. not like she has every reason not to trust anything. and she's doing the right thing to, by getting this shit together yeah she's the one with the right goal but it was like no we need to show grace to the the worst of us to prove give them a chance to prove that they can do the right yeah. thing really? really and like and it's kind of weird because it feels like
0: Sisu and other people are almost like chastising her like why didn't you trust her it's like you know why yeah you were there for everything nobody <laughs> trusts anybody
1: yeah like that's the point like even to this day in our society here in America or even let's say Southeast Asia what's the trust like? Right? Yeah. Unless you have a country like Singapore where it's like <laughs> yeah. everything's on lock. I just I just don't know when they created this film what they
0: expected us to take away from this, right? Yeah. And when people when people say they like a film simply because it's representation, it bothers me so fucking much. Right. It's it's not a reason to say that a film is fucking good just because you saw people's faces on it. Who, who the fuck cares? It was a terrible film. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: wasn't great. Well, uh, you told me that factoid that this movie was made in the pandemic, right? Yeah. So four hundred artists made it from their homes. Yeah, right. So that means they don't have great team meetings, and mm-hmm. everyone's is responsible for a scene. And then there was chunks missing in between to fill in, like where they're going, where they're headed. Instead, they were like, they filled it in every time they're in the fucking boat eating food to talk about <laughs> what's going on, what are they feeling, what's what happening. And then repeating, oh, I'm a great swimmer. I'm a great swimmer. I'm a great swimmer. Which, by the way, none of those fucking powers that kept coming to her, like, and.
0: Oh, yeah, when she was. Shit. The,
1: oh, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: like, what was the point of you absorbing those powers? You did nothing with yeah, it. Yeah. What like, the fuck was that about?
1: Glowing didn't help them at all. Uh, your fog for some reason wasn't so cool. I don't know. Like I felt like Like, I thought she was going to level up every time she received the power.
0: And it was so lackluster. No, I was super distant. You know, what was very weird too was like, well, actually this is actually my favorite character was Benedict Wong's character. Right. He was so fucking funny, dude. He made
1: sense. Like because of his stereotype, right? That these are big burly men in the mountains with their big axes. Right. And when they come across him, then he is exactly that. But then it's showing that he's putting up this facade to hide his trauma because his family is, you know, fucking frozen in stone. Mm -hmm. That's that worked. That fucking worked. But the baby, (laughs) the baby and the monkeys, dude. Yeah, it's like, oh, this baby's mom turned to stone and these monkeys are raising him. Let's (laughs) adopt him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, like, <laughs> why does this child know how to communicate with these primates?
1: Yeah, why? How? What? Yeah, it just
0: and none this of baby's it like makes a full sense. grown adult. Like, is this even a baby or is this actually a, a, an adult? Is it right. like that guy Husbala? The 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 was <laughs> the, 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 it called? The, the guy from the, where, the little
1: mem- MMA like eighteen year old? Yeah, is it <laughs> yeah. Husbala? Is that what it is?
0: <laughs> it make no sense, man. Yeah, and also too, like for like a small side note. Because this film was made in pandemic, I, I am a lot more forgiving with this, yeah. right? I'm just telling you how I felt, you know, despite knowing these facts, they did have to create a majority of this film at home because of the pandemic. And, you know, those communication issues is highly evident in how this film was created. There was actually a very odd scene. If you guys go back and watch the film, when I when I picture Southeast Asia, uh, we think, I think a lot of colors, a yeah. lot of foliage and... One of the scenes that was very lackluster was when they were in the kitchen and they're making uh, tom yum. Yeah. But when you look at the kitchen, the scene is very bare, and that scene too, the <clears throat> the um, it didn't look that good. I was like, wait, what? Did they
1: skimp out on the budget in this part? That's what I'm saying. So like, they probably had to do it at their home computers, yeah. right? They didn't have those giant <laughs> render farms and whatever. Possibly, who knows? Also, too, the um, the 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 voice recordings for
0: the voice actors all yeah. recorded from home. Of course. It all sounded Man. weird. If if you go back and listen to the film, the audio sounds weird. It doesn't <laughs> nice sound um it's the character's voice acting sounded very detached right. because they had to direct them through Zoom calls. Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. How
0: hard is that shit? Yeah. And so when I was the, the Kelly Trench, her character was really good when she played Raya. Mm-hmm. I think her, I thought her voice acting was really great. Everybody else sounded a little disconnected, yeah. and I don't think it's to the fault of the actors or actresses. It's because they were being directed through a Zoom call, and it's yeah.
1: super fucking hard. Apparently, there's like four directors on this movie, eight writers. Yeah, it, 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 that screams that they didn't, they couldn't get it right.
0: <laughs> yeah, they absolutely <laughs> couldn't get it right. They had a huge issue with. Um, they wanted to make sure that they weren't being disrespectful to Southeast Asian culture just because of how the climate is, right? And that's Uh, that representation thing, right? Exactly. So when it came to clothing, there was a... the dragon. So this dragon that's represented in this film is a Southeast Asian dragon. There's no wings. And the reason why Raya has to walk on water is because they actually can't fly typically in Southeast Asia. Right. So okay. in order to stay true to it, they kind of modified it and they made the dragon walk on water versus having wings and flying because typically Southeast Asian dragons. Don't that was
1: that. a useful power that came in. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there is like other like. You know, I, I don't know if it's just me, but am I the only one that's fucking tired of how we use food as an allegory for us as people <laughs> all, the, all the time? dude? It's it's always about food kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, you know, with Ratatouille, like they did a beautiful job in, in, you know, breaking apart what food does for us as people and humans. But then it was this one was more or less like this represents us, this salty, this here this here and it's like we're all different flavors Mm -hmm. salty your mom's a bitch (laughs) sour
0: because your grandma hates me (laughs) i'm the sweet one
1: i'm the sugar yeah (laughs) yeah i mean even the i don't know like because there's so many cultures amalgamated into one Mm -hmm. right is that a great representation for southeast asians the same way you know we when they say asian american most people just think East Asian, right? Yeah. And then not only that, just all Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> like, when where's the Disney movie where it's just all of Europe, all mashed together? True. No, like uh, Little Mermaid's like German, you know. Mm-hmm. Frozen is the Sc- Scandinavian things. Shit ton of stuff is fucking England, <laughs> you know. Well,
0: this is what happens too, right? There, I think people are forgetting... Too by the way, it's like you're you're so focused on not trying to offend somebody that that becomes the main focus of your film. Like yeah. you're you're deterring from the fact that you still have to make a good story. Yeah, and like the representation stuff is fantastic, but don't forget at the end of the day you're still creating this art piece. It's still film. It still has to go through the same shit that all other films have to go through in order to create a good final piece. Right, and. Because of that, because they're mashing all these cultures together, in my personal opinion, and they're trying to do this whole thing where they have 10 different nations, like it's fucking Avatar, Yeah, right? (laughs) They're trying to do that within an hour. Avatar had multiple nations They had to do that Over a series of like Four seasons Right right. You you tried to do that In about an hour and a half To two hours How the fuck Are you going to do that These characters Don't have backstory So when that ending happened And she was over here Telling Raya How to live her life (laughs) (laughs) And these people Were all getting fucked up I could care fucking less
1: I didn't care about Anybody in this film Yeah I, I didn't care if anybody Died or turned into stone Or whatever Or if the entire universe Just went to shit And it was just run By that purple fart Yeah you know like who cares doesn't matter what is this the purple fart demon yeah it's so unreal it's just like you don't even care if they come out okay but you know sisu comes back to life for no fucking reason (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why, right? And all the dragons all together because because humans finally learn to trust each other. Yeah. Meanwhile, th- at the end, they're all they actually are one giant nation now, right? Mm-hmm. Except that hey, weren't you that fucking bitch that tried to kill me? Yeah, <laughs> that old lady who tried to put the fucking Seesuit behind. the Like you try to kill people. Yeah. Instead, you're just walking, and you're gonna have your tam soup You're just like this
0: movie's fucked. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like the it, it showed the worst qualities in human beings and it didn't like I just don't understand why Raya was wrong. I don't get why she was the only good person. Despite all the stuff that was happening, she was trying to do the right thing and carry out her father's wish of unifying this country. That's the right thing to do. People were continually showing how fucked up of human beings they are. They had no redeeming qualities to show that she should show trust to them. Because in reality... Why the fuck would you ever give somebody a hundred percent of your trust when they have tried to murder you multiple times? It doesn't make
1: any sense. Just had a fucking sword fight. Any one of you could have had a limb cut off, and you're like, you know what? Go ahead, like die. Like the crux of the film, too.
0: Right? Everybody's getting frozen and jacked up, and then she just goes, "All right, I guess it's gotta be you."
1: Here you, you, you take this. You it guy. was like a reverse Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. The end, right? It, the the purple, the fucking shit yeah. flying around, let's all fucking hold hands except we all die. <laughs> I, I still want to know why the who the purple farts are. Who are they? Yeah, it, it it like I mean, I keep going to Aladdin with this, um, because you know, at least Jafar, you know, or even Steppenwolf. What was the problem with Steppenwolf was originally in the weeding cut? Was he's just a big burly guy who's here to destroy shit and you got to stop him or else the earth's gone Mm -hmm. right and then so they nobody fucking cares about that right and then when they when the Zack snyder cut of justice league oh he's actually he's trying to go home he's got a purpose he has a trauma too Mm -hmm. he's got his own goal he doesn't really give a shit about earth Mm -hmm. you know but and, and so there's actually a complexity to it like their motivation to why they do their things, right? And even Jafar, because simply he wants to be sultan. He wants to rule the world. He wants power. What do these fucking purple farts want? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where do
0: they come from? There's no fucking reason. Yeah. I I want there to be a a new cut of Raya where they kind of just break down. I want there to be a four hour cut. I I, I guarantee you it'll be be better
1: than this. it has
0: to be better because you'll get to see the different nations. You'll get to see character motivation. And that was the same reason why fucking Zack Snyder's cut was so much better. There were so many, I mean, I don't even think we talked about that, right? Yeah. yeah. We were supposed to multiple times, but if we could move on to that, what Zack Snyder did in terms of his cut was so much better. Mm. Like it, it, it took me a while to watch the film because it, I was like, four hours, I'm not going to watch this. I go to Hawaii. I have to be in the plane for fucking five hours either yeah. way.
1: I'm going to watch it. I've, I've now watched the Zack Snyder cut four times. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It, uh, same way, man. I've seen it multiple times. I had to watch it over and overnight. It's and so you don't beautiful. Even, and you don't even need to
0: watch it in one go. You can watch it chapter by chapter. Yeah. Like like it's a full series. Yeah. It was so fucking good. It actually... Okay. There's Okay. Can, I don't even understand why in the Joss Whedon cut, why he cut certain parts out. It doesn't make sense. All right.
1: Can I be like you one day? He's like, of course. Nope. Cut that <laughs> <Yeah>. shit out. <laughs> why? Why yeah. did he, why did he cut this shit out? Why no. did you cut out
0: fucking um, robots? Well, not robots, cyborg. It cy- cyborg, yeah. Cyborg's whole backstory.
1: In Joss Whedon's cut,
0: I don't know why the fuck he was there.
1: Yeah. He had almost no purpose. It was like, he just, they, he just turned him into a second rate Iron Man with, like literally nothing to go for.
0: I think I was, re- I mean, this was a while back though, but Joss Whedon disliked Zack Snyder's shit. Yeah. And he was just adamant about saying, you know what? I could do this better than you. All his shit is bullshit, which clearly wasn't the case. Yeah. One of the, I so I went back and I rewatched Joss Whedon's cut. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> it's a parody film, right? <laughs> it's hilarious. It's a satire. Even the coloring is weird. Yeah. Right. Everyone's got rosy cheeks. You know what the dumbest part that was changed that he didn't have to change at all because for sure they already shot this on the Zack Snyder cut yeah. was when the Amazonians first encountered Steppenwolf, right? right? He made the women look so fucking weak. Weak as fuck. What the fuck
1: was that? Really fucking weak and lame and just like a, a satire of strong women, right? But meanwhile, when you, when you watch the Snyder cut, it's fucking 300, you know, yeah. <laughs> with the women. And they're like, they have, they're fucking fearless, you know, and they're, they're going in overpowered with fucking courage. Like it's somehow shown through in his cut. But meanwhile, in, in the and cut, he's just dropping them like flies. He makes them super weak, like pew. Like, let me tell you something. Makes them look stupid for using arrows.
0: Like I very, very rarely talk about sexism right yeah that's some sexist shit yeah <laughs> that shit actually pissed me off when i saw the zack snyder cut because i haven't seen that cut the joss whedon one in so long my i didn't it was so dope when when steppenwolf came in and he was like i smell fear it's like, what the fuck are you talking about bitch we don't yeah. have fear and they start banging on their shields right yeah. and one of the coolest moments in that film is when they decided that you know what in order for us to just push for justice and do the right thing, we're going to sacrifice ourselves. Yeah. And they decide to take out that whole fucking building and the whole mountainside in order for them to do the right thing. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. So Cut to ooh, Joss Whedon. <laughs> they just closed the door. Yeah. And they just rushed it. Like, get out of here. And they're like, okay, we're just going to close this door and then see what happens. Yeah, no stakes. <laughs>
1: There's no stakes. Like, no, uh, no, no... What a despair for the fact that hundreds of, of her people just died. Yeah. Just gave up their lives um, to to fight this. And then the despair when when Steppenwolf is still alive, you know, like that kind of emotion is is run through in his version. But in the reading cut, he's just... It's a really... If you go back and watch, it's a really weird rush CGI yeah. job. He busts through the wall. Yeah. And he starts chasing them. But it's just like the solution was
0: what? Like this guy just transported himself from another fucking dimension and then this stone wall is going to stop him yeah (laughs) like that's how stupid the amazonians are they're just like close the door see what happens see if if he gets out let's see
1: yeah exactly so i i did my own research too is just be like how could you do this on purpose yeah right and all the stories on set was like joss whedon was being a super fucking asshole on set like talking shit about Zack snyder and how he saw Zack Snyder's version, and it's fucking bullshit, right? But here's the thing with these Joss Whedon reshoots, right, on set. These are all the same people who made the version you just saw, and you're talking shit to the people who made it. That's fucking He's the hilarious. only new guy there. And that's the pro- that was the problem that the actor Ray Fisher was complaining about Joss Whedon. He was just like, he was crazy unprofessional and he was a fucking racist. You know? Oh, really? So it's like not only did he take away um Cyborg's story um and his whole background and, and and his motivations and all that he actually cut out almost every other black actor in the film. Oh for with real Cyborg, yeah. And in the meantime he was just like he kept taking away Wonder Woman's god goddessness just being a fucking god amongst men and just kind of weakened her like Made her look like a fucking uh, satire of herself, you know, with these stupid jokes. They He pulled off the same fucking joke he did in Age of Ultron where a dude falls in a girl's breast. right? The Hulk, Bruce Banner falls on Scarlet, uh, no, yeah. Black Widow's boobs, right? Mm-hmm. For some freak fucking reason, he, he brings it back where Flash falls on Wonder Woman's boobs and Gal Gadot actually refused to do it so much that had a stunt double to it. For her That's crazy. Yeah,
0: it's and just like why, you know why? I, I just I see now that makes sense because I when I, that Amazonian scene was so was probably one of my favorite scenes in the fucking film. Yeah, just because it, it was just so cool to see how they just didn't give a fuck. They're yeah. like, dude, we're Amazonian warriors and we're gonna show you what's up, even though they knew they were overpowered. And it's kind of weird too,
1: like when. <laughs> The bank scene too, right? <laughs> yeah. they cu-
0: he cut out half the fight scene.
1: Yeah. What they, the fuck? He cut out like, well, and he added a dumb part too, where um, you won't see in the Zack Snyder version, but then in the Joss Whedon cut, someone hits her in the back of the head with his gun stock. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Doesn't phase her, right? But dude, you have fucking bullets. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you have, If you were that close, just fucking point that shit and brow, right? Yeah. I I don't know, and. It, like I said, he just nerfed them, just made them look like parodies themselves, oh, the, made them the, look like fools. The flash scene. Oh, the, the uh, when, when he was in the speed at that very end. With, why would you cut that out? I have no fucking idea. Dude, I was like almost crying as when I first saw that. I was like, holy fucking shit. And like why he was doing it why he had to do it and like his pain through it and like how he's. Thinking of his dad as he's, as he's doing it And even that line Like I felt like that Was like kinda That was so fucking beautiful there, there And he's so, like Nope All this needs to go I, I,
0: I mean At this point Is he just doing it Just to say Fuck you Zack Schneider? Cause that's like The only reason why I could imagine Why somebody would look At something that's better Than his and go You know what I'm just gonna
1: ruin this Yeah, <laughs> It's like Fuck you Zack Snyder Fuck you, women, and fuck black people. That's, that's, that's the message I get every time I see the Joss Whedon version. And, and you know what's crazy, too? Just the idea of what he did to
0: Cyborg's character and kind of like how the, the purpose of his father was so different in the Zack Snyder cut. Right. The Zack Snyder cut was so much better. It made sense yeah it fucking made sense like it made sense why his dad was doing what he was doing and also made you feel for his character a lot more too yeah because before it was just like he was just like i hate you dad yeah (laughs) 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 fuck you (laughs) dad he was just estranged with his father
1: there was no fucking resolution yeah so so in in we didn't cut then why go save your dad after he gets kidnapped right and and there's yeah there's a difference where despite his like his anger or or whatever he like, he's going to do the right thing for like that for his father and save him. And like, I think I saw it on a YouTube, like, Oh, the differences between the Weeding cut and the Snyder cut where, um, when Steppenwolf's about to kill his father, Cyborg's father, like it becomes like, Oh, I can't control my body. Yeah. And it automatically saves him. Right. Because his body wants to, but in Zack Snyder's cut, he's like, he freaks the fuck out. He goes, no! Yeah. Bam, and blasts him. Like, that means so much more. Mm-hmm. Same fight where um, what's it? uh, Flash kind of is like, uh, I don't really fight anybody. And then Batman goes, save one. Save one person. And mm-hmm. like, that's all it takes, one at a time. But then in the Zack Snyder version, he's just fucking saving everybody. He's just fucking doing it because it's in their fucking characters. The difference with... Um, the Justice League and the Avengers, right? Is the idea that these are gods amongst men? Like when shit goes down and the Justice League shows up, the Avengers would fucking skedaddle like cockroaches compared to these people. But yeah, nope, just nerf them, make them look like fools, make Matt Batman tell stupid ass one liner jokes. Oh, dude, the jokes were so stupid, just man. They were so yeah. stupid and out of place. And also,
0: too, here's one scene that really didn't make any sense after I went back was when the the whole idea of Steppenwolf in that film, which by the way, Joss Whedon, Steppenwolf is just there for no reason. Yeah. He just, just showed up. He goes, fuck. I'm just here to kick ass. Where's my mom? <laughs> no, my mother. Yeah. Where's mother?
1: That's really I what it know. is, yeah. right?
0: But Steppenwolf's whole thing is that the reason why he's the man in charge is because this guy has no sense of fear. That's why he could control all these little fucking bugs or whatever the fuck they are. These little demon bugs. Uh, There was a very odd scene. And Flash before he went into the building, right, he said, I'm so fucking scared. Well, I thought these things can smell fear. Yeah, they know you're right
1: outside. <laughs> he's, they're, he's literally five feet away.
0: What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? That made no sense. Why would you put that in there? That It literally doesn't make sense to the characters. It doesn't make sense to why Steppenwolf is so dope or why those monsters even attack people. They literally feed off of fear. Right. And he said, I'm so fucking scared. I'm scared shitless. He's like, as far as like I am to this damn door. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But for and to even top that off, the ending was so stupid. Steppenwolf is scared, so the bugs start eating him.
1: Yeah, and you don't really—that's it. it. No, not that like fucking Superman beat the fucking shit out of him. You know, it's just he's scared. Like, uh, yeah. and they take him away. That's it. That's it. it. It took like five of you guys to actually take care of this guy. Yeah, <laughs> but me, but you're actually all scared of him. I don't know. So it, they didn't even really defeat him. He defeated
0: himself. How yeah. stupid is that? How fucking dumb is that shit? The Zack Snyder cut. He got an axe. He got a sword to the fucking head. Got chopped off, and it rolled right, right. in front of uh, Darkseid's face. Amazing,
1: right? And in, even the fact that they fucking fail. Mm-hmm. They fail first because um, whether their teamwork wasn't right or whatever. Like the the fucking weight of the urgency and all that shit. Like what it takes. It really brings into mode like. Flash's character and and like his fucking true power like that the potential that we could see like with what he does which leads into the Flashpoint paradox his his solo movie which is going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, at least the original story and the animated movie is. But now I just like don't trust it because they're not going to continue the Snyderverse. They're yeah. going to keep going with as if Joss Whedon's movie is the canon. I know? can't But Zach Snyder doesn't want to continue the film anymore. I think he does. I mean, that's why he left it open-ended to have like um, where they have these flashes of the future. Oh, what's going to like, it's the injustice future. Have you played that game? I haven't played the game, but Uh. just watching the, the,
0: the snippet at the end, I had to go ahead and look it up and see what the fuck was going on
1: because it was insane. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? So fucking well spoilers if you want to talk about it like um, something where it's like the Joker tricks Superman into killing Lois Lane. And that's when Superman because and that explains Man of Steel, Batman be Superman, like where he just has this struggle of like wanting to be this hero for the world or whatever. And so when that happens, Superman's just like, fuck it. Fuck it then. I'm going to be your God. I'm the king of the world. Listen, do what I fucking say and we'll have peace, you know, mm-hmm. and he rules the earth. Now that's fucking interesting, yeah. you know? And then, no, one of us is like, nah, let's get <laughs> rid of that. They, Henry Cavill's not Superman anymore, you know, Ben Affleck apparently is not going to be Batman anymore, all this stuff. They're just like, they have this inconsistent like storyline. This inconsistent universe, like <laughs> X-Men is crazy inconsistent. You
0: know what irritated me about Flash is is that he went through all the trouble to travel back in time and he had to say the most cryptic message to Batman. He was like, Lois Lane is the key. <laughs> Why couldn't you have said something that was more understandable? <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> he was, she's like, she's the key. He's like, what? Lois Lane is the key. <laughs> yeah. disappeared. Am it's
1: I like- too soon? <laughs> well, like that whole part had, was... So, uh, the injustice future doesn't happen, right? Well, uh, it does. It does happen. He, he's doing that to warn him about it. Though, yeah, right? yeah. Because things are going to get so fucked up. He has to go back in time to try to save Lois Lane, but he, he goes way too far back or early or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's not at the right time. And, and so he fucks up basically. And that's all part of the story that could have unfolded. Like. But I don't know, maybe it's because audiences did complain about Batman v Superman. It's not superb, <laughs> you yeah. know, but it's still within the canon or the canon, the consistency of where he's trying to take it, at least. But it is it, weird because
0: I felt that when when I was younger, right, I remember we had our superhero films, right? We had the original Superman film, which was um, Christopher name? Reeves with Christopher Reeves which was really cool at the time. But because of technology, we get to see some of the most amazing comic book superhero films of all time, right? And in my mind, I was thinking to myself, no matter how bad these films are, I'm I'm still gonna like it because of how cool it looks compared to the other stuff. Yeah. And in, in, in that vein, I still do enjoy it because I was never able to see these things outside of what my imagination told me when I read comic books. Right. So when I see these films, when they disappoint me, I get a little mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, there's it's already laid out for you. Yeah. <laughs> the story's already laid
1: out for you. What are you doing, dude? Like, Isn't that why you have comic books? Because you already have like a skeleton yeah. like of it. Instead, you're, just, oh, it won't translate the screen. We got to make it dumber.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Does it have to be that? It, it really doesn't, though. Like Batman versus
1: Superman could have been a really good film. You, you know what the one thing could have saved the movie? If- when Batman had him against the ropes, had that kryptonite spear to his face, mm-hmm. he says, like, you're not a human, right? Yeah. It's like, you were never, you, were, or you're not a man. You were never even human, right? So he's ready to kill him. And then what does he say? <laughs> Save Martha. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's everyone's fucking problem. What,
0: what, what do you mean? Why did say that?
1: I'm like... Dude, if Superman was just there and he says, you're not a man, you weren't even human. And he goes, save my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if he's pleading for his mom, that instantly humanizes him. Mm-hmm. Instead, save Martha. Like, who the fuck is Martha? <laughs> yeah.
0: Why not just. And who the fuck calls their mom Martha by the yeah. first their first name, dude? You jackass. Makes no sense. How do you, how do you know the name? Yeah. <laughs> what. are you
1: Oh, <laughs> i mean if 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 his mom had a much more like unique name you know then i guess it's like what the fuck like yeah. you that name the guess. name of my mom yeah so
0: how you, how do do? <laughs> <laughs> that's what stops you you jackass is the yeah. fact that your mom shared the same
1: name what the fuck does that mean and everyone's got a problem with that it just doesn't doesn't translate at all like how does that make you a human batman (laughs) it it, it was just so
0: stupid too i think like also the batman character too i think he's just a really rich guy
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, you know look at all the billionaires in the world now none of them are anything near bruce wayne or tony stark i know they they're not about going out there and actually making the world better.
0: Yeah, you used to have Elon Musk just fucking with crypto all day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, no, just that, being a that, troll. That, you that's, know? that's what
0: we have. This guy is fucking with like the crypto market and just pumping up Doge. That's that's what we have. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like Batman character. Batman's character was always a little odd for me. Like he's just this neurotic billionaire, right? He's just scared all yeah. the time. He's just fucking people shit up, and he refuses
1: to kill people because why? Because that's not what good guys good, do. Because Guns killed my parents, so I shouldn't do But he's no problem torturing people to get what he wants. <laughs> it just, it's so Breaks people's dumb. fingers and shit. So
0: there's actually this superhero series on Netflix that kind of dives into this concept. I mean, the show is very whatever, right? But mm. it's basically these superheroes who gain their power through some kind of ancient thing or whatever, right? And this is like during like the early the early nine, like 1950s or some shit or okay. whatever, 1940s. And so now there's new superheroes that are involved. Well, this new generation of superheroes are irritated or upset at this old generation because they set the rules that you cannot kill. Mm. It doesn't matter. Us killing makes us the bad guys, right? Right. However, what's happening is that because they won't kill these these inherently terrible humans. They have no reason or want to change. They're just bad people. These are just supervillains, right? They're killing constantly. And their objective is to kill people. And they're like, well, why can't we just kill them? (laughs) Their objective is to kill everybody on earth. They're very selfish. They're killing people. We should just kill them. It'll solve problems. And so they're watching their friends die. And that is a very good question. It's like, if you had an ability to stop these human beings or these
1: these creatures or whatever, these supervillains, why not fucking do it? Well, that was the crux of Batman v Superman, though, was everyone was complaining that Batman was killing in that movie because he was fucking, you know, he was using guns and Mm -hmm. killing, right? And I think so that Superman had a problem with Batman enacting his own justice and being judge, jury, executioner. Like when he would brand prisoners, that means a death sentence once you get into prison, they'll shank you kind of thing. And so Superman's trying to get us to stop that. And that's in the ultimate cut. That actually expands. That's the reason why they're beefing in the first place. Mm. It kind of gets lost. And so what ended up happening was that people were just complaining that Batman was killing. But the that was the problem. At yeah. first, that's part of the story. It kind of stems, like, coming out from... The, you've seen Watchmen, Zack Snyder's yes. version. So I love Watchmen, too. And if you get... When's the last time you've seen it? It's been a long time. you got to yeah. see it again. I've fucking love it because uh, especially the original comic, um, it's it's kind of basing off the fact of like superheroes were real in, in this reality, right? How would they actually behave? Like why would they dress up in the first place? You know, why would they have to team up in, in these things? So there's the character Dr. Manhattan, right? He's supposed to represent Superman, right? If there was a real Superman here and he had this crazy power, right? He wouldn't give a fuck about us. Yeah. You know, he would constantly, he would just lose his humanity. If he was a God amongst men, he'd just get tired of us and our bullshit, you know, and he'd just fucking leave the Mars. Yeah. You know, and then um, three other characters represent Batman, you know, um, Rorschach mm. is the, the the great detective, right? The guy on the street. Like, if there was really a guy like that, he'd be homeless. He'd be crazy. He'd have massive trauma in his head. He'd torture people. Mm -hmm. That's a fucked up guy, right? And then there's Batman, the um, engineering genius. He's Night Owl, right? He's Mm -hmm. a fucking nerd. He can't get laid. He can't get his dick up. He's just kind of squirmy, you know, until he's like angry or some shit. I don't know. And then there's the other split with Ozymandias right the billionaire what Bruce uh, Wayne what would he really be like this gay flamboyant (laughs) super smart capitalist Mm -hmm. in order to fund all this shit Yeah, you know and that's I think Zack Snyder was taking those philosophies and then bringing it into this Zack Snyder universe like Mm -hmm. Batman would be this way because this Superman would have a struggle between wanting to save humanity at all because why the fuck would he care about us Yeah, you know that's what I love about where he was taking it And it's just sad to see it just cutting it. It's over. And that's kind of what
0: that cartoon Invincible touches on, right? Yes, yes. It's where, um, well, the backstory that he tells his kid is essentially kind of what kal-el's parents are telling him is like well you have a responsibility to help these people this is this is why you're here yeah even though the real reason is that his fucking planet exploded and he got shot out into fucking outer space and he <laughs> landed some random place yeah which is really what it is right so i don't even know how the superman story became to where he his parents like you have to be the savior i don't really get that part but <laughs> and that's the story that in in the invincible cartoon if you guys don't know there's this um uh comic book series that kind of it's really dark it's, it's yeah. very fucking dark, right? And it talks about just kind of what people do when they have a certain level of omnipotence. They roll with an iron fucking fist. Yeah. You do what we fucking tell you because we know better. You're not, who the fuck are you? You're, you're ants. Yeah,
1: why wouldn't Superman be authoritarian? You know, to be like, you guys are fucking idiots and you guys are fucking shit up. I have all the power in the world. If you don't listen to me, I will fuck you up too. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And you know, with the whole invincible thing, it's, that's how he treats them.
0: The, the, the main character, if spoiler alert, if you guys haven't seen this, you guys should watch, you can see it on Amazon, uh, Amazon Prime, Um, prime, right. But this guy who is a superhero, he kind of tells his kid, essentially he's going to get powers too when he becomes an adult. Um, But in the meantime, he's gathering all these other superheroes and he's actually seen as a beacon of light. Like people think he's a really good guy. Well, in the very first episode, I almost threw up because he literally (laughs) fucking gathers all these top superheroes and kills them. And throughout the whole series, you're basically finding out the reason why. And the reason why is because he's actually sent to Earth, not as a savior, but to subjugate them. Yes. Right. Because these people really believe in their omnipotence. They are the ones that know better. We are gods. Yeah. And the way that he expen- like expends human life in this fucking series is a ridiculous, dude. Right. Literally, there's a point where he grabs his son who also has crazy powers just like him, puts him in front of a train, and has the train smash into his son. Just guts. And then Fine. because his son is like Superman, basically he rips into a bunch of people throughout the train. And you just see guts and blood everywhere. Yeah. Just to tell his son... This is how insignificant human life is compared to you. Their life disappears in a matter of what a span of 70, 80 years. Mm -hmm. You will be here for the next
1: 2000 years. Yeah. (laughs) And like how it's not that far fetched to believe somebody like that. I mean, like, just look at how America tries to spread democracy. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Trump bombs. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden now we run your government, right? Like people with power, you know, would want those resources and all these things, but what is he also trying to explain too? He's like we're going to bring our technology to you. you guys will be live way longer lifespans and you will have more, you'll be happier. You'll ha- yeah, you'll be happy you will actually have real peace and none of this bullshit. We just have to let this happen first, yeah, we got to take over right colonialism yeah <laughs> we know
0: better hey, this is Jesus Christ you know you know Jesus Christ <laughs> He so said, if you don't believe in Jesus, we kill you. I know. <laughs> you keep a praying to Pierre and an eagle faced guy? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exists. It's a good Jesus Christ yeah. <laughs> That's the crazy imagine. thing. Imagine. It, it, it's really what it is. It's yeah. about like colonialism. It's like, I know better. These are the, this is my God. And if you don't fucking believe me, you're
1: gonna fucking die. You piece of shit. Yeah, and <laughs> it's part of like this fucking dark side of human behavior that we do to yeah. like control others. I, that's
0: why I, I love these alternate comic book series, yeah. right? Because I, I think um whoever created these past superheroes before, it, it kind of just it was rooted in fantasy. Yeah. Right. There, there aren't any real
1: consequences for people. Black and white. Mm-hmm. He's bad because he's bad. They're good because they're just good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the like, good
0: people will always win. Yeah. But then, you know, real human beings are very complex. There's a reason why everybody does something. Right. There's a yeah. reason why we have to empathize with other people. And, and that's how great movies are told. Yeah. You know. Villains for the sake of being a fucking villain Doesn't really create a great villain Doesn't create a great antagonist Yeah I.e. going back to Zack Snyder's cut in Steppenwolf He had a reason why he was such a fucking jackass yeah. He just wants to go home Yeah And he has to prove himself to Darkseid That he deserves to come back like for the mistakes a that he major made major debt owed
1: mm-hmm. Yeah And so it's on his fucking back that he's got it That's why he he doesn't give a shit about the earth He yeah. just wants to get home This was a means to an end That right there
0: If they if, if I could just take one thing from Zack Snyder's cut, I would at least put that in. Mm. Then it would have just made more sense. Yeah. Because the, the there was no reason for Steppenwolf to be the way that he was. Right. He's just, I'm here I to mean, fuck you up. In the Whedon cut. In yeah. the Whedon cut. Yeah. It was so stupid. It made no sense for Josh Whedon to take that part out. Yeah. No sense at all. What yeah. the fuck was he thinking?
1: <laughs> yeah. Even like, I don't know if he was just trying to make it less violent, maybe, <laughs> like, and just campy, you know, the fact that, um, she fucking destroys that um, uh, that terrorist dude, like just straight blasts him through the wall. Yeah. You know, like took that out. Like, uh, I guess it was too violent or <laughs> whatever. I don't know. The- or just to nerf, you know, Wonder Woman. And then following that is when that girl's like, can I be like you one day or whatever? Cut
0: that out. Yeah. <laughs> Something that kind of shows um, that she's a deity that yeah. she's a god. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it shows how dope she is. Yeah, She kind of gives
1: hope to people that she, that's her, that's and her position. She's Wonder Woman. We need them. We need her. Like mm-hmm. we need these superheroes to help us like that. That just gets taken out then. Yeah.
0: And then they also took out the reason why Wonder Woman happens to know this whole backstory to Steppenwolf. <laughs> they took that whole part out in in, in the original cut. She just knows everything, you know? She goes, I, yeah. I know why he's here. I was like, how do you know? <laughs> I, I fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know this shit. I fucking know. The reason why he's here, it's like it's, it's like, it's we got to do this before it's too late. It's already too late. Well, yeah, how do you yeah. know? Because I fucking know. That's why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. Get with the program. <laughs> get with the program.
0: Hurry up. We got to collect these people already. Yeah. Come on, let's do this.
1: And like, because of that bunch, like the fucking mother box get taken off screen. You know, when they revive Superman and he comes back and then this the boom tube comes down and then he he goes away. (gasps) He took the box. Like, why the fuck weren't you taking care of it? Yeah. It's like, wasn't that the huge MacGuffin for you? Like, uh, whatever. And then it's, but then in the Snyder Cut, it's like an extra 20, 30 minutes of them uh, fighting over and his uh, Cyborg's dad's sacrifice and the exact reason why, you know, he did what he did because it was like. This motherfucker is gonna take it. They gotta, he has to burn it up so it uh, at least sends out this signal. Dah, dah, dah. And then now Cyborg has this um, next level mot- motivation for why he has to see this through. You know, like, ugh, would he just cut all that shit out. <laughs> I just, I will never, Josh Whedon, you could suck my
0: fucking nuts, dude. I hate you so, <laughs> I, I, I hate you so much. Well, I mean, dude. just because of when when you when you hear all the stories about why he did it, it was just to be spiteful, just to be a yeah. fucking asshole, dude.
1: Just being an asshole, well,
0: of. I, I, dude. I read that Zach Snyder. One of the bigger reasons why he decided to leave was because of his daughter. Right, his daughter. His daughter um, committed suicide. Yes. How fucking terrible is that? Yeah. And I guess because when you when you work with such a major franchise you know, it's, it's pretty stressful. You're not just there to make a film. You're there to make them fucking money. Right. So you have to go through a lot of red tape. You have to go ahead. It goes through a lot of people's hands. And so, you you know, Zack Snyder as a creator wants to create something amazing. It's going to have to be longer than two hours to make the story make sense. And, you know, after the passing of his adopted daughter, he was just like, what the fuck am I stressing out about this shit for? Fuck this. <laughs> you yeah. know, like I just lost my daughter.
1: I don't want to deal with this yeah. bullshit. I'm, whatever. Fuck it. Apparently, he stayed on for like two more months trying to finish it. Wow. Just trying to, just putting his head down to work until they were just like, yeah, like, until he was just like, yeah, he just kind of gave it up. But so one of the stories is that um, he never saw it, the The weeding cut. Zack Snyder's never seen it. You know, it's like, so when he went in to make, finish his movie, it was just, I'm just finishing it. This was his his vision from the start, you know. And it was because uh, Christopher Nolan saw it, <laughs> saw the weeding cut apparently. Uh-huh. And when he got out, he immediately phoned Zach and he's like, you can't watch this. <laughs> don't watch it. He's like, you're going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Him and his wife, uh, Deborah Snyder is the producers of, of all his movies. She even told him, like, don't watch it. Like, don't watch it. I mean, that sucks because it's her daughter too and she's had to see it through but part of a job is to see it go through and like to watch that in the end, holy shit, it would have been so fucking offensive, you know? That's crazy. I feel
0: so bad for the dude, man. It's like this yeah. this movie comes out that he works super hard on. It turns out to be trash, yeah. right? Because it got butchered. He loses his daughter and then he's just, he has to figure out what's important to him. He goes, yeah dog my family's suffering right now fuck this film dude that's the hardest part man we actually know somebody right now who was asked to uh, was like in the first round of being asked to direct uh shang chi right right Right. and he decided not to do it because he was like no the fuck this is an asian character with a stick (laughs) 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 he goes he's like give us can we get a real super fucking you so upset because when i was asking him i was like dude why didn't you fucking take it he goes like well number one like i had i've never worked with the film this type of budget and number two who the fuck is this guy like who who is this guy right (laughs) dog i was i was so i was laughing so hard when i saw the action figure that came out for shang chi yeah it just looks he it's just an asian dude with a stick oh Bro, it's, it's actually kind of hilarious it, 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 it honest. he honestly if you would have just took the stick and you would have put a broom at the end of yeah. it it would have
1: made more sense I wonder what little kids are going to do with that little you know he's probably going to you know put a magnifying glass yeah, to it I just know. what good is he you
0: know what it is it's, he's going to be Donatello in fucking yeah. uh, <laughs> Ninja Turtles <laughs> nobody wanted Donatello yeah. everybody yeah. had a dope fucking weapon yeah. and then Donatello has purple and he has yeah. a stick <laughs> <laughs> fuck this guy over so bad and they did that with the shane
1: chi character like this action figure is simu Liu with the stick it's yeah. like what the fuck man that's that's another thing too like are we am i getting tired like the same way with us being an allegory to food like do we have too much kung fu associated yeah. with everything we do yeah you know um i don't know it i'm kind of getting over it but then, and that's what I'm afraid of with Shang-Chi. Like, I have no expectations. I'm not gonna say it's our our version of Black Panther yet. You know, oh, I
0: I, I got to tell you, I saw that trailer. It's not gonna be our version of Black Panther. <laughs> if, if the if the trailer is indicative of how good a film is supposed to be, and they started off with this fool and his, his hand hitting a fucking pole, right. it's like that's the
1: best opening you could give us for our superhero. You fuck faces, disappointed father. You know, yeah. again and. Yeah, there's a lot of tropes, but I'm assuming because Marvel does a lot of like to do things out of left foot, like their trailers don't actually say anything about the movies, which yeah. is great. Then I would have to ex- expect that they're going to like destroy those expectations. Yeah. Like, um, hopefully, I hope really do. Like we wanted to win, yeah. you know? <laughs> but we, we just we've been burned so much. Bye. Yeah, and
0: every every major Asian film, not not every. I'm I'm being extremely hyperbolic right here, but I think it's because we just expect us to always do kung fu and martial arts. Listen, I'm not mad at that shit, right? Yeah. Like if if it's if we're doing martial arts film, damn straight it should be us. That's something that we originated in. Like yeah. that's what we created. We created martial arts. That's fucking dope. But I've seen it so many fucking times. I don't know how many times I could watch
1: it over and over again. Yeah, I have my classics. It's kind of like how much breakdancing can I watch? <laughs> 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 when I watch Battle of the Year back, and they, you know, by the time you get towards the end, it's like how many more windmills and flares can I see? I <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like that, you know, yeah. unless they they got fucking I don't know if they got Donnie Yen or Jackie Chan or. Yuan Mo Ping like to be the Mm -hmm. core do something do something we haven't seen or do something we haven't seen since Crouching Tiger oh it's just gonna or maybe they'll just do it like Mulan Mulan. where just Jet Li doesn't do (laughs) shit I didn't
0: even know it was Jet Li (laughs) with his dubbed voice (laughs) with his dubbed fucking voice and then Donnie Yen is. Just this one fight scene. <laughs> and it just shows us how well he handles swords. <laughs> Apparently in that film too, the uh the the fight choreographer was telling Danyan what to do. He goes, This is terrible. And he just does his own thing. <laughs> yeah, of
1: course. <laughs> Which it looks like
0: that. He just does his own thing. Yeah. And it was the probably the best fight
1: choreography in the film. Right. But the the Problem being with Mulan was that when you have this choreography, the cinematography and editing has to go with it. There's a Hong Kong style. There's a, this wuxia style of filming and editing, you know, this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that it's going to come out clear, not like the fucking super close up shaky cam, cut, 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 cut with every hit. And like you have to, that's the thing too. Like you do that for people who don't know how to
0: fight. They have, yeah. They're they not well versed in fight choreography. Great example of that is what it was. Well, Jason Statham can apparently actually fight, hmm. but that style I saw it the most in every Jason Statham film. The transporter the, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the fucking quick whips and everything else, and it masked all the movement. Yeah. Which when it comes to the Wuxia style, you actually get to
1: see the choreography from a wide angle. Right. That's the beauty of it, right? There's a fucking rhythm and with the music too, and it's a wide, long shot and like, bah, 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 and then you see American Jackie Chan films. It's Cut, 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 and the edit is the pace. Exactly. You know, it, it's not like a a theater kind of show where you're seeing a chore- choreographed dance, but it's martial arts, and that's what Crouching Tiger is more or less like. Which is why it's so beautiful these wide shots, and you see, it's them. It's Michelle Yo and and uh, who's that girl? Uh yeah, I know who you're Damn, talking. Damn, but yeah, Zengji, yeah, there yeah. <laughs> or Zijiang, yeah, yeah, it's them. They are classically trained, like, in choreography and dance, and that's how they treated it when they had their fight scene. It's
0: fucking awesome, too. Yeah. Yeah. Till this day, I don't think there will ever be another martial arts film as beautiful as Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon.
1: And I heard Ang Lee was asked to direct Mulan, and he was like, nah. nah. <laughs> yeah. like, nah. No. He would know. He would know. He's like, this is just CCP bullshit, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm not doing this shit, dude. Yeah. I, I refuse. Which man, if he did Mulan,
1: could you imagine how dope that shit would have been? It would have been fucking awesome, but at the same time, you know, China would have banned it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They would have banned it. When I watched Couch
0: Tiger Hidden Dragon, I I I always refer back to that scene where they were chasing each other on the roof. Yeah. It was just so beautiful. It was very poetic. Everything in that film, the choreography was
1: like it was like watching dance choreography. Yeah. Like they're they're flying on top of trees, right? It's like okay but then there was a rhyme and reason like and there was a beauty to it like everything like having purpose instead of just on the script it says and now they fight (laughs) yeah fight scene that was so good dude yeah
0: well guys uh that wraps up this episode of the genius brain podcast we went over the zach schneider cut i know i shat on raya pretty fucking hard if you like like the film Let us let us know what you what you absolutely loved about it. Try to do it without saying yeah, you represented me. Let's talk about why you like the film, huh? Yeah. And once again, if you like it, it's all it's all good, dude. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> but you can catch Ed at Ed Park VP, um, and uh, everything at Park VP actually. Yeah. Right. And then every Thursdays and Sundays we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Bye.